98K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Ben Che. The top stories. A single super spreader is thought to be behind a coronavirus outbreak involving vulnerable patients at a hospital. A meeting of Beijing's top legislative body ends with no sign of a rumored crackdown on Hong Kong's district councils. And a top think, think tank tips China's economy to eclipse the United States inside a decade. Health officials believe a single so-called super spreader caused a coronavirus outbreak at a United Christian Hospital that infected 11 patients and four staff. Speaking after visiting the hospital to conduct the probe, leading microbiologist Yun Kwok-yong said the super spreader was an 84-year-old patient who tested negative when she was admitted on December 11th but was later confirmed to have the virus after being moved to the palliative care ward because of a bed shortage. Most of the patients there are suffering from very severe conditions like terminal cancer, like major organ failure. Their immune system is very poor and thus they are very easily infected. And one more important point is that uh, because of the shortage of bed, while the patient was admitted, she was put in one cubicle uh, in the palliative uh, care cubicle, but then subsequently transferred to an acute medical bed in another cubicle. And that lead to the spreading of infection between two cubicles. And that's why there are 10 other patients being affected. That is most unfortunate. The Centre for Health Protection has announced that a traveller from London had been infected with a more contagious variant of the coronavirus that was first discovered in the UK. Dr Albert Al says the patient arrived on the 11th of December and developed a fever during hotel quarantine last Sunday. After arrival in Hong Kong, this case has been put under quarantine in a hotel uh, since the 12th of December. And as this is a quarantine hotel, and we, as far as we understand, the staff and also the workers there, uh, they follow the guidelines of the CHP in very appropriate PPE and also carry out disinfections for the rooms in a proper manner. So we do not identify any close contact or expose the staff in this hotel. The centre reported 59 cases today, of which 53 were local. About half had no clear source. Health authorities have ordered mandatory tests at a building on the Leiyumun estate after cases in four flats there. Reports that the nation's top legislative body would move to strip schools of elected Hong Kong district councillors of their seats have proved false. The National People's Congress Standing Committee tied up its latest meeting without even discussing the matter. As Timmy Sung explains... Hong Kong so delegate to the Standing Committee, Tam Yu-chung, said the SCL was not on the agenda for the meeting in Beijing. And people should have listened to him instead of working off rumours. Reports last week claimed Beijing had turned its attention to the councils after moving to expel four pro-democracy lawmakers last month. As as expulsions, the report said the councils could lose their so-called supersedes in NASCO and in the committee that picks the chief executive. All but one of the 18 councils has a pro-democracy majority after a sweeping victory for the camp in last year's elections. Mr. Tam said he had no idea whether an item on Hong Kong had been removed from the agenda, saying this was a matter for the chairman. He declined to speculate on whether the matter would be discussed at the Standing Committee's next meeting in February. Xinhua has reported that the 13th National People's Congress will hold its fourth annual session in Beijing on March 5th. It said the suggested agenda would include examining the draft 14th five-year plan. 
A leading economic think tank says China is set to become the world's biggest economy by 2028. China is predicted to overtake the United States five years earlier than estimated. More from the BBC's Electra Naismith. It seems that COVID has tipped the economic battle between the US and China in favour of Beijing. The UK-based Centre for Economics and Business Research says China's economy will grow by 2% in 2020, the only major global economy to expand. It says China's skillful management of the pandemic means its relative economic performance has improved. It's set for average growth of 5.7% until 2025, slowing only slightly after that until 2030. A new high-speed railway on the mainland, which will dramatically cut journey times in the north of the country, has begun operating. The Fuxing bullet train will race between the cities of Yinchuan and Xi'an in just over three hours, compared to the current 14. The new service is designed to boost regional development. RTHK, the time is now 5 past 11. Turning overseas, Russian media reports say one of the most notorious Cold War spies, George Blake, has died in Moscow, aged 98. Blake was a Soviet double agent working in the British Secret Service. He was caught and jailed in 1960, but escaped from prison in London five years later and fled to the Soviet Union. Speaking at a news conference in 1992, he spoke about his motivation for defecting. I believed that in the Soviet Union they were building a communist society. I wanted that experiment to succeed. And I knew that the activities of the British and other Western intelligence were directed at uh, preventing the experiment from succeeding. And that's why I felt it my duty to help the Soviet Union. The authorities in the Indian state of Madhya Pradesh have approved a law against forced religious conversion, which critics say is aimed at minority Muslims. Madhya Pradesh is the second state to outlaw what is known as Love Jihad. The BBC's Anbarasan Etherajan reports from Delhi. Hindu vigilante groups accuse Muslim men of converting Hindu women by marriage to increase their population. Several Indian states, governed by the Hindu nationalist BJP, are enacting laws to stop forced conversion due to marriage. Under the new bill, those wishing to have interfaith marriages must inform the authorities two months in advance. The bill is likely to be passed by the state assembly. The move will be seen by some as an attempt by the BJP to polarize society further on the basis of religion. To sports now, and a packed night of action in England's Premier League is already underway, with second place Leicester taking on Manchester United in the early game. The BBC's Rob Schofield was watching. It's finished Leicester to Manchester United to Marcus Rashford with the opener, his 50th Premier League goal uh, in the 23rd minute uh, before Harvey Barnes uh, thumped in one from outside the box for, for one all 10 minutes before half time. Uh, it was not until the 78th minute that uh, Bruno Fernandes put Manchester United in front. But six minutes later, Iose Perez sent that fierce cross along, uh, along to Jamie Vardy who latched on to equalise 2-2. Leicester coming from behind twice then to hold on to second place. They moved three points behind leaders Liverpool. United denied a seventh consecutive top-flight win on the road. They remain third for now. Manchester City will be without striker Gabriel Jesus and defender Kyle Walker, who have both tested positive for coronavirus in the 4am game against Newcastle United. It's a game that City boss Pep Guardiola says they simply have to win to keep their hopes alive. Absolutely. And the uh, game before and uh, next game. We were ninth in the table last, last, last weekend. Now we are eighth. 
So we're still far away from the top of the league. Even we have one left game, but we have to win. Yeah, we we know what you have to do. So we want to be up there. We have to start to win games, win games, and win games. Guardiola's former assistant Mikel Arteta says it's crunch time for his Arsenal team, who have made their worst start in 46 years, and are at home to Chelsea in the early hours. I think the next uh, seven to eight days are going to be crucial to see where we're going to be heading to in in the Premier League for us. We are losing football matches. That is my responsibility to to put that right. It's been us, you know, many times the opponent. It's been us, uh, the one that. Uh, has let ourselves down, and uh, and it's down to us to change it. Two games have just kicked off, with Fulham facing Southampton and Aston Villa hosting Crystal Palace. Sheffield play Everton at four. To cricket now, and India bounced back from their embarrassing first test to bundle up Australia for just 195 and take a grip on a riveting opening day of the second test in Melbourne. After their horror show in Adelaide last week, where they lost by eight wickets and were skittled for 36 in the second innings, the tourists showed they meant business. Their bowlers contained Australia's batters, with Marnus Labouchange the top scorer with just 48 runs, and Steve Smith and Joe Burns both out for ducks. In New Zealand, an unbeaten 94 by Kane Williamson had New Zealand at 222 for three in the face of a concerted Pakistan attack at Stumps on day one of the first test in Mount Mulganui. And to end the news, the top stories once again. A single super-spreader is thought to be behind a coronavirus outbreak involving vulnerable patients at a hospital. A meeting of Beijing's top legislative body ends with no sign of a rumored crackdown on Hong Kong's district councils. And a top think tank tips China's economy to eclipse the United States within a decade. And that's the news from RTHK. Say I've been alright Cause it feels like 
Everybody's going to be fine. One more time, Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, maybe a little late, and the season is almost over, but we're still during the holidays, aren't we? Thanks for chilling out with me on RTHK Radio 3. 